We showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50-7. to Relax, big boy. Football is back. On this episode, we go over college and NFL news and big news for the Tigers. Welcome back to One Team, One Podcast, episode 29. 29, greedy. Greedy. It's the only one I can think of. Uh, wait, hold on. Um, what was that guy? Other corner in like 2008, 2009. You know what I'm talking about? Hmm. I mean, you're not thinking of the Xenon. Oh, wait. Travis Daniels. No. Yes, that's it. Well, that's not who I was thinking of, but sure. Uh, I don't know who the other one would be. But anyway, Greedy. It's got to be Greedy, right? Yeah, Greedy's my guy. Um. All right, so... Oh, lot- Richard Jefferson. Ricky Jefferson. Ricky Jefferson. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's out of Bef- nowhere. Pre-switch to nine. The best Jefferson. Yes. No, no, no. Je- Justin's the best. No, Jordan Jefferson's. Jordan is the worst. Jordan's probably the best. Justin's the best. Because he plays quarterback. So he's more valuable. No, not for us. I guess, he I wasn't. thought that was how it worked. No, not for us. Oh. Um, all right. So big uh, week. We just had a big weekend, actually. So big football weekend. We got some big news that just came out today. Um, and we're going to touch on all that. But first, we want to give a big shout to our sponsors. Uh, first is Courtesy Automotive Group in Lafayette. Brandon Lejeune over at Courtesy is just rocking and rolling, man. Um, he was actually just named the salesperson of the month at Courtesy. Big uh, time. This past, I, man, they call him Money. It's huge for us. You know his nickname is Money? Money? Yeah. Like, like everybody swingers? just calls him Money. Like, isn't that, all, isn't that like the coolest nickname you can that, ever think that of? That is a pretty dope nickname. <laughs> That's his name on Twitter. I never knew that was like his nickname. Yeah, the Money thought, Money Talks is I his name on like Twitter. kind of conceited no, or something. No, he's just, they call him freaking <laughs> Money. Um, all right, so give Brandon a call, guys, over at um, over at Courtesy Automotive Group in, in Lafayette, Courtesy Buick GMC. That's 4750 Johnston Street. Uh, you can give him a call or send him a Facebook message. I'll post all of his information on here, or you can just stop by. They are Louisiana's number one ranked Buick GMC dealer, and they have some they have some GMC uh, Hummers that are going to be coming out Ooh. soon. I know. Very nice. He's very he's very excited about it. Uh, but he's got his hit list. <laughs> and a couple of things on the hit list, guys. Uh, so he's got a 2020 GMC Acadia. And you yeah, we talked about this. Y'all had a, y'all had an Acadia. Are you still we having had, a I, You still have an Acadia? No, no. No, no more. She's, a, she's okay. a Buick now. I think she has an Enclave. An Enclave. Okay. So, uh, G- uh, 2020 GMC Acadia MSRP 35490. The sale price is 27988. Pretty good deal in, on a GMC 2020 Acadia. Uh, also have the GMC um, 2020 Sierra AT- AT4, uh, 8000 off the MSRP. And he's got 2021 GMC Yukons uh, coming in. So he actually just had one pre-ordered, uh, that came in the other day. I posted that on Facebook as well. So starting to get these pre-ordered 2021, uh, GMC Denali Yukons coming in. They look fine as hell. Y'all, y'all hit them up guys. Again, Louisiana's number one ranked, uh, Buick GMC dealer, courtesy Buick GMC and Lafayette. He'll deliver anywhere. So hit them up. Uh, don't be afraid to do some business with the number one ranked, uh, dealer in Louisiana. Also, uh, big shout out to Bear Process Safety. Adam Barry at Bear Process Safety, uh, big supporter of us, and um, was talking to Adam the other day. He's he's been doing some betting with me, and yeah. he had uh, we had the um, Bengals. We had Bengals plus three this weekend. Nice. So we push. pushed. We push pushed. is a win. He wanted that win bad. <laughs> Adam Barry wanted that win. Um, fat Randy. <laughs> I know, man. All right, we're gonna, we got to talk about that one in a second. Yeah. Um, all uh, right. By the way, it, Chris Hawkins was who I was thinking of. Chris Hawkins. That's a yeah. good one. Mm-hmm. From Walker. Yeah. From Walker High School. Mm-hmm. Um, Bear Process Safety guys, uh, they're a process safety consulting company. They deal with industrial and plant services. Anybody that knows anybody in the plant uh, service industry, give, give Bear Process Safety a shout out uh, to whoever's doing all your safety management. 
Um, they are up and coming a uh, boutique firm, but they can kind of deal with anybody uh, virtually, especially right now. Um, they're a little bit more, uh, I guess you would say modern thinking than some of the other process safety companies that have ever been out there. But um, give Bear Process Safety a shout out and you can go to bearps.com. All right, so do we want to talk about Joe Burrow to, to begin with? I mean, let's let's jump right in. Yeah. I mean, what was – so Joe Burrow was on CBS. Um, yeah. the, Saints, the Saints. The Saints right. were on Fox on my channel. Right. And you were flipping back and forth, I assume? Uh, I mean, only when the Saints were on commercial, and I would make sure to flip back before the Saints started. I was in uh, New Orleans and then came back. I definitely. I was prioritizing the Saints over Joe Burrow. but Right. I was listening to the radio, and then when I got home, I flipped back a little bit. I – Caught the end, the last drive yeah, for Burrow. Right. You did too. Yeah, I did too. Uh, at that point, the Saints had already pulled away by yeah, a good right. enough score to where that I was comfortable missing a little bit of that game. Uh, Me too. And then, yeah, I got we got to watch the entire uh, final drive. Oh, it was good. Yeah, that was awesome. It looked really Man, good. Man, he looked fantastic on that drive. He, he had, really did. He had a bunch of little miscues throughout the game, but then on that last drive, he just turned it on. He's like one of those guys, like, you, he's always better in pressure situations like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, that it, like it's it showed last year in his stats too. PFF, uh, they uh, they had a stat that said that under pressure. I mean, this isn't the same kind of pressure we're talking about, but uh, under pressure, Joe Burrow's uh, QBR was actually higher than when he wasn't under pressure, mm-hmm. which is just insane. And this was under pressure against Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram, yeah. and not against the Oklahoma pass rush. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, that last throw to um aj green i wish they would have just not called the penalty because yeah. i mean not was, only was the throw great the catch was unfreaking believable yeah that was a great catch i mean it was with a his toes tip, it was but just give it to him they're <laughs> the Bengals, man I'm, I'm getting sick of seeing all these offensive pass interference calls i didn't see and the one last night i heard it was horrible but i didn't watch it, it last night it was i mean it's a good call but like I, just after last year with the Saints on that uh, Kyle Rudolph catch, when he very blatantly did the same off. thing. I mean, that was one of the more blatant pushoffs I've ever seen, and that didn't get called. Right. Uh, so it's, it it makes every single offensive pass interference tough to watch now. Um, Saints look good. I thought the Saints yeah, looked Saints very look, good. Saints look I, very good with room to improve. Yeah, I don't think Tom Brady looks good. I actually thought Tom Brady was fine. Uh, I mean, it, I don't I don't think he's lost any like. Not, Dude, not lost any touch on the that ball, pick. That like, pick six was awful. That was very, that was very late and way behind the guy. Sure, yeah, but um, I, I, I still, I, I just think Bruce Arians, his offense just is in a, such a way that I was also happy to see that picks. that Gronk isn't um, the Gronk he used to be. Yeah, I feel like I won a conversation <laughs> battle over that. I, I won my my fantasy game because of that. Not well, I have Gronk I in one league. Won the game by like fifty, but. I have Gronk in one league, and he didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, I, I just think those guys are over the hill now. Looks like O.J. Howard's the guy, really. Absolutely. I mean... Yeah. Gronk, Gronk's just not in shape. No, he's not. Every time he got the ball, I was like, man, he's slow. That was my... That was my. It turned into a debate that wasn't really meaning to be a debate, but I don't think Gronk was going to be able to be ready for this year physically. Right. Like, I saw what he looked like when he was gallivanting around and he was selling cannabis oil, like he doesn't look ready to play in the NFL right now. Obviously he's gained his weight back, but you could tell he's just sluggish. Um, He's very slow. Like there's a lot to do with that. Um, So those are a couple of takeaways, but um, I just don't think, I don't think Tom Brady is, uh, I, I actually last year I didn't think Tom Brady was was playing very well at all. Tom Brady was carried by his defense a lot last year, and he it, did, I mean he had no weapons last year on the Patriots. So I exactly thought maybe I, I thought so, maybe the this year he was going to have more weapons. And I'm sure it's going to take some time for them to gel a little for bit. Sure. But um, that wasn't good to me. Yeah, um, no, I agree. Uh, I, I did think that with new weapons, he'd I mean he'd be. What are your thoughts on uh, Leonard Fournette? Nothing yet. Five uh, carries, mean, five yards. Is he's that right? He's been with the team for what five days. He's still. Yeah, just, I mean, I mean, what are you supposed to do? And, and Brady's throwing picks. We don't have to respect the pass. Yeah. Uh, there was nothing. I mean, uh, for the Saints, a straight line runner like Leonard Fournette who can't make people miss in the open field is just not going to have a good day. I agree. You have to be able to make guys miss against the Saints front seven. 
Yeah, and we still had uh, – I've been hearing so much good stuff about Zach Bond, uh, uh, linebacker, and he mm-hmm. was out. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. – so, um, I didn't even know he was out. Yeah, he was out, so he wasn't even playing. So I think there's more to come. Yeah, and we also didn't have Marcus Davenport. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, but big, Trey Hendrickson stepped up big time. Big news for LSU today. Yeah. Uh, Neil Farrell is uh, – Back in. Coming back in. So what's in. that mean for the depth chart, you think? What's that, what's that look like now? Well, still, so still the same starters, I think, with Ica and Logan, or does maybe uh, Farrell maybe steps in there? Uh, to me, he sounds like more of a third guy in that mix of those guys, and then mm-hmm. maybe the two freshmen behind them. I feel like he also can play uh, at defensive end too. He doesn't; he's not limited to playing inside. How heavy is he? Two eighties, something like that. Two ninety. He's not two ninety. Nineties, something like that. I think he. I think he is. He, he always seemed like a, a a little bit lighter mm-hmm. D, D tackle, right? And I don't know what uh, what he's done this off season. I mean, with the new defense and everything, everybody's shifting. Okay, this says he's three twenty. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, yeah, keep his ass inside. For I guess sure. he's yeah. He's not a D D Three twenty. He carries that differently, right? He is 6'4", so he's pretty tall. Yeah, but he's... Maybe that's why it looks... He carries 320 a little bit better than other 320 guys, right? Yeah, I guess. Sheesh. Man, that is... We were so off. It's just like... 320? I, I don't even know. I would have said... Now. I would have... Automatically, I would have said 285, 290. Oh, look, here you go. Right, his, and right on his bio, the first sentence, veteran defensive lineman that can play either inside or outside in LSU's new 4-3 th- scheme. There you go. I was right on the money. An outside 320 defensive end? Hey, there's no way he's 320. There's just no way. I don't think that's if, right. If they, if they say he can play outside, then he's not 320. Let's get Cody Warsham on the phone. He knows yeah, every, everybody's weights. I can call Cody. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> um, all right, so you got uh, Neil Farrell back, and then one of the other uh, rumors would, from sauces. Yeah. All these sauces that Big are sauces. out there. Um, Spicy got, sauce. Uh, Tyler Shelvin could be back. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Uh, I don't know. I he's considered. I, I, that's, I heard there were two weird. different situations going on there. Yeah. Um. One, I mean, first of all, Neil Farrell was like a family issue. Yeah. That sounds like it might be resolved a little bit. Mm-hmm. The the Tyler Shelvin one was different. It was a few yeah. things. It was draft potential. Yeah. Weight was a complete issue. Yeah. Uh. So even if he comes back, he's three. Still three seventy. Well, hopefully he's not now. Who knows? What's he been doing for the last two weeks? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, so I I think those are two. There were two situations that weren't the same. Um, yeah, we haven't been getting our weekly uh, but appara- show Tyler Shelvin updates. Right, but apparently Shelvin did not um, hire an agent. Yeah, that's so he yeah. can come back. Um, and, and, and those two situations are completely different because Neil Farrow was coming back. He was coming year. back anyway. And right. Now Shelvin just, looked more like he was going pro. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, That's, I, don't, I don't know. I can't remember if he actually said whether or not he was planning on going pro or not. But, uh, yeah. That's huge. To, the Farrell news is huge for defensive line depth. Yeah. Um, if, if Tyler Shelvin came back, obviously that would be a huge deal. He just got to get in shape. Um, all indications were he was completely out of shape and may have been in the doghouse. He always seemed like one that was getting in his feelings a little bit while he's been here, too. Uh, he wanted to transfer at one time. I guess Coach O is probably harder on him than most. It's yeah, I what think it sounded like. It sounds like they have a pretty close relationship. They do. I, that yeah. They've built that level of trust with each other. Well, I think he recruited him to come to LSU to begin with, and there's probably some kind of like they're really close, but I bet you anything it sounds like his weight at Ogeron just been on him for a long time about yeah. it. And um, like I said, he might be tougher on him than others. And well, no, he's definitely tougher on him than others because he comes out and he and blasts says, him. He says stuff about Tyler Shelvin to the media, like very bluntly I all know. the time that he doesn't do with any anyone else. So. I know. What other news do we got going on with LSU football? Uh, the, uh, the, we got the capacity. Have we talked since the capacity came out? I don't out? think we have. It I, feels I think, like, no, we that haven't. was on, that was on, Thursday, I think, or Wednesday or something. So we haven't talked since. No, then. we haven't talked. So 25%. Yeah. So what's going on? You're a student. So yeah, they just came out with the what? Uh, tell me, tell me, stupid ass. Stupid tell me the, tell me the whole thing with the students. What's, what's the uh, low okay. down? What's going on? Okay. So students uh, are not guaranteed all of the games. Uh, seniors will get 
forty percent. Juniors will get fifteen. I mean twenty percent. Uh, sophomores will get fifteen, and freshmen will get ten, and then graduates will get ten. Okay. Uh, but they want to do it in a way that everyone gets at least one ticket to at least one game. Okay. So it sounds like. But you don't know which game it's going to be. Don't know which game it's going to be. They'll they'll tell us next week because the deadline to uh, request tickets is Thursday. Uh, I mean, I already, I already, they they let you do like a priority list of like which games you'd want first. Mm-hmm. And good thing I'm a senior this year because I, I was able to put Bama first, and then I think I went Mississippi State, Ole Miss, South Carolina, Missouri. Right. So I should get. I, I think I should get like my top two or three mm-hmm. uh, and then maybe miss the South Carolina and Missouri game, which is, I mean, honestly, that's, that's okay. I'm okay with that. But uh, yeah, so that's, that's kind of how it, how it works. So what are you getting the pulse of anybody else and how they feel about this whole situation? I haven't talked to too many people. I mean, I talked to, um, I talked to my roommate and uh, he was pretty, he, he, he seemed to not really, care too much about the whole situation but you only get to you only get to group yourself with four other people so i have my girlfriend my roommate has his girlfriend we'll all be together but then we we usually tend to sit with like eight to ten people sure so you can't. all those other people are just no no you, we can't sit with them um have y'all talked about tailgating at all or the lack no, thereof we haven't, we haven't talked about it uh it, we'll probably just do something at our place, and it's, it's I, very ideal that I moved into a new place. I'm week. interested to see, and I, I, I'm I'm thinking it's not going to be as big of an issue as what I'm even thinking about in my head. But the policing of the tailgating, yeah. I just have this feeling that people are just going to not tailgate, um, or if you have a few, it's just not going to be as like I, I think a lot of people had this idea. Oh, well, LSU, LSU fans are just going to tailgate. Well, if you have limited, if you have limited fans like this, I think people are just going to opt out completely of of even going to the game and then not tailgate at all, um, to where this is a mute issue. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, and like, the, like I'm not going to go tailgate, especially if I don't have a ticket no to the game, dude. No one's going out there and setting up a giant tent with a grill and then not go to the game full well. That like they're not gonna be they're gonna tear all that that stuff down on them and they're gonna make them well and down. and they're not going to the game so like you only got limited tickets that you're gonna be able to get yeah. so like I'm not gonna get a ticket this year and I understand that but I'm also not gonna go Do you out think there be a secondary market I don't know and I'm not how does that work I'm not even gonna look for it I mean I know the prices are gonna be way too high to even yeah. do that and then you're it's not the same atmosphere so yeah. you're not buying what you usually would get. But also the same thing, like I'm not going to go on campus if I don't have a ticket. So I've never been like that. If I didn't have a ticket in my hand, I'm not going on campus in hopes that I get a ticket. Never, Mm -hmm. ever have I been that type of person. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will stay gladly in front of my big screen TV. I did that a lot in high school. Just go out there and try to get a ticket. Yeah. Right, it and worked out for me a couple times, but a couple times, a and times then I yeah, and then you got stuck on campus. <laughs> right, yeah, you're completely I, stuck because I wasn't able to drive. So I think there's going to be a lot of that. Like I think there's going to be a lot of people just saying, you know what, I'm going to stay my happy ass at home this year and just be grateful that I have. That's my attitude. I'm just grateful that I have football to watch. Yeah, I mean, sure. Sure. You're unhappy because you're a student. I'm a senior. Right. That's why it sucks. I, to me, this that is, is my last year with student tickets. And I'm only going to get to go Th- that's three a, games. I, I that's, completely understand that. I completely understand that. Um, I, I just I don't like the way that they set up this whole student thing, uh, because I just think like I don't like the way that they deal their priority points. I I, I think the the ticket office messes up on a lot of stuff with this. Right. Uh, uh, I I think like they don't give they don't give people uh, additional priority points when like like when I go to away games or bowl games or went to the SC championship. I got no extra priority points for that. Yeah. And that, that always just makes me a little aggravated because I go the extra mile to go to those games. Like I pay, I mean, I pay, I maybe paid like $400 per trip on a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, and I get no additional priority points when like I'm way going the extra mile for a lot of these things. Well, how do you feel about the weight games? I know you wanted to go to Vandy, right? I I really wanted to go. No, I didn't really care about Vanderbilt that much. Because that got added when we were well aware that uh, 
And I went to Vandy last year, so it's not a big deal. I really wanted to go to Florida, though. Oh, okay. Because um, I've never been to Gainesville. So what's the capacity limits in Gainesville? I know I know it's probably, not you're not going to be able to go as a LSU. Yeah, no, you can't go to any away games. It's 20%, something like that, 20 to 25%, something probably. like that? I haven't seen anyone that's that far from that. So have they talked about when um, they may make changes to this? like retroactively in the year. I haven't seen anything about that. Because this is where LSU, and we've talked about this before, is getting out, like making out like bandits on this freaking schedule. Yeah. So we have Florida and, and Auburn earlier. So we have to play a few, you know, three games before Florida. Mm-hmm. But then you have Florida, Auburn, uh, pretty much, are they back-to-back? No, you get South Carolina in between. South Carolina in between. Okay, so Auburn's a little bit a after little, that. Like a little bye game. So you have two really, really tough road games with Florida and Auburn, obviously, um, that you could end up having limited capacity at. But then, say after that, they change it to where, okay, we're at – 75%, 80% capacity now for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Well, then all of a sudden you have 80,000 people in Tiger Stadium. Yeah. I mean, that could happen, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it, and, and if it can happen, it should happen. That, I, that's what I think, at least. Well, I think there's gonna, they're going to run into a competitive advantage situation. Uh-huh. Like the SEC, uh, where you're going to have some games that, you know, like LSU. LSU is going to... Uh, to me, they're going to have two less tough road games to start than they were before, and now they would have a home game that's just, you know, close to full capacity right. for Alabama. Like, I I think it sets up perfect for them as far as the schedule goes, and I don't know if that had anything to do with the way they did the schedule or not either. Like, keeping Alabama late in the year to know that they were going to have some huge capacity. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. With the Masters uh-huh. and then cutting into a full house LSU-Alabama game? Right. Holy shit. Yeah. And, I mean, I not to be – this isn't really a political statement. I mean, it's just like this is also – Oh, here we a, go. A week and a half after the election. Oh, okay. So, like, who Dropping the hell knows what's going to be happening at that point, you know? Oh, man. Who knows? The whole world's going to be burned down by then. <laughs> Um, With all the mail-in ballot stuff, I mean, like, we might not know who well, I was talking about forest like, fires in California. Oh, wait, there's <laughs> that, too. I mean, if you want to... It's a full political show. Uh, <laughs> Green New Deal, man. We, we, like, we might not know who the president is for, like, a week with the mail-in stuff. Oh, that's true. I mean... And you know it's going to be 50-50. Yeah, it's going to be very close, you know. Extremely yeah. close. Well, I, le- I don't, electoral I, college, no. Well, what are we doing? We're what sports are we doing? guys. We have no what we fucking do? clue. What we don't even know about. what we're talking about with sports. <laughs> um, we have no sauces. No sauces at all when it comes to that. Um, there's just sauces flying around like mm. crazy right now. And some people, some, some people are getting aggravated because they weren't the ones that, like, I reported this first. Oh, boy. And it's like, come on, man. Um, we and love those guys. Yeah, and I love when people report things and they report it like just in a way to where if they're right, they're right, um, or if they're half right, they're right, um, if and if they're wrong, right. they're they're still right. They're still basically right. right. Yeah, and it was like I, what I'm hearing is you know come on yeah yeah come on. what I'm hearing is someone is considering something yeah yeah <laughs> uh, it's kind of like. The meteorologist who's saying, "Look, there is a chance that this this uh, hurricane could hit Louisiana, right?" And then it tails over to Mississippi. I, t- I told you there was a chance, right, I mean, right. but it turned. Yeah, um, I can't control that. Anyway, I'm sure uh, I'm not going. I'm not even touching on it. So, um, all right, Corey Kiner. I know you wanted to talk oh about that. God, big what, big recruit. What in the hell is? Is he is in Ohio? Ohio? Yeah, Ohio. It yeah. I bet you Ohio State loves to see that too, huh? Yeah, I bet that they do. they're playing high school football in Ohio. Dude, and so then is he gonna just like be a five star at the end of the year? I, I mean, don't know. These numbers he's putting up are ridiculous. Well, see, here's here's all right, and we're gonna go back to college football and talk about this in a second. Um, well, let me just use this example: BYU Navy. Okay. We saw that and we talked about it last week, where Navy was not ready to play. Mm-hmm. They didn't even practice tackling, and then they got ran out of the damn stadium by BYU. 
Yeah. Um, is the same thing happening in high school where all oh, of a sudden a you got a kid that's running for close to 400 yards. Well, well, let's talk about the other team. Like, what were they doing? Yeah, I mean, I get, well, that's the thing, though. I Did they have, like, 50 kids comment. out on COVID? I can't comment on what's going exactly. on. Exactly. So we're looking at these stats. We're looking at these stats. And, like, all right, but so. the stats are all I have. So, like, I can only assume that he's, like, legit. Super well, it, legit. All right. We saw Navy play a lot last year, right? Yeah. All right. Is BYU 55-3 to 3 better than Navy talent-wise? Like I fuck, no. I, I picked Navy to win the game. <laughs> I had no idea they hadn't practiced tackling. Vegas had the game close to a pick 'em. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is, you, I think there's going to be a lot of that this okay, year. Okay, but he's he's doing this in every game. Like well, he had three hundred, he had over three hundred yards in both of his games. Is that right? Oh, I only saw one. I didn't had, see the I other. Think he's played twice, and they've both been over three hundred yards. Hmm. And he has like ten touchdowns in these two games or something. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I'd say so. <laughs> um, okay, no, he had two, over 200 yards in the first game and then 363 in the second game with seven touchdowns. 363, seven touchdowns. That's in one game, by the way. Did so he, he play has, the entire game? I don't know. Was it a shootout? Let's see. Let's, what'd you say, Billy and Body? Did he, does he, does he give you the whole, the whole uh, meat and potatoes of it? So through three weeks... His his stats are 781 yards and 15 touchdowns. Three weeks. Three weeks. Wow. That's some uh, that's some Cecil Collins. It is. Today. Speaking of. <laughs> speaking of. I'm, I, I'm getting good at this transition stuff. I know. Uh, Cecil the Diesel man. Um, I got a poll going on Twitter. Should we interview Cecil Collins on our podcast? It's right now. It's 89 percent yes. To interviewing Cecil. Eleven percent do not want this. Eleven percent do How not many want. Have voted? Huh? How many people have voted? Uh, like forty so far. I just posted it like an hour ago. So like, like five people don't want us to do this. Yeah, um, Mr. Sense is probably one of them. Yeah, um, Mr. he hates Sense us. Um, Shout out to Mr. Sense. So yeah, that is Cecil Collins' numbers. Um, he he had a thousand in the playoffs his senior year well, at that, least. That's four games. Yeah. Okay. So, so he so needs another 300 on, to get on, to that he's pace. He's on pace. He's on right? pace. He is there. He's right on pace. Yeah, but is he playing Little Sister Five of the Blind in the preseason <laughs> before the conference? I, I'm trying to find. Uh, yeah, we like, need to know about who like he's what, playing. Like what division he's in. Let's you know? get. Like if right. he's in like 1A. Like Let's okay. get Corey Kiner on the line, and I want to ask him about the opponents. Okay, so they won the game, this uh, seven the, touchdown game. They yeah. won the game 82 to 28. Did, all right, my question: Did they keep him in? How? When did they take him out of the game? Do we have stats on like when, when he scored and all that stuff? I'm trying to. I'm trying to find it. Come on, hurry up! I, okay, they kept them in long enough to score seven touchdowns. That's what we know. So, they, so that's forty nine points, and they scored eighty two. Did he play in the fourth quarter? I'm trying to find it. Let's get the coach on the line. We can call that coach for sure. We can get that coach on a, as a guest spot. Just say, hey, we're, we want to talk to you about Corey Kiner. Um, well, we can get Corey Kiner on. And then, well, that, yeah. that doesn't no, make any rules. No, no, no. But you you get the coach on. And then he comes on and he's thinking he's going to talk about Corey Kiner. I'm like, what's the deal with running up the score on this? <laughs> <laughs> so these teams you're playing, what's the level of competition? Yeah. All right. Did they practice tackling? <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's let's move on from Corey Kiner because I want to talk about college football. Okay, yeah. So, we're, I mean, this is kind of my point with this is that I feel like you're going to start seeing some either blowouts or you are you seeing some um, teams unexpectedly win. Like, not that ULL was unexpected because honestly, a lot of people were picking ULL to kind of. Yeah. Either yeah. cover or, or that, that be close. That spread wasn't very large either. But they took control like 12 points or something. of Iowa State. Yeah. And it made Iowa State look not as, not that great. People, I mean, Tim Brando, he had Iowa State number six in his little poll that he puts out. And Tim Brando has I know, but very s- questionable rankings. But still, year. Tim Brando's been around for a long time. For him, I mean, and Iowa State has a good returning quarterback, and I, w- I was the same way. I was like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see good. Iowa State being and, that great. And I really like the running back, too. But UOL was better than them. 
Yeah, not, just, I mean, we're not, we're not even close. Not, I shouldn't say those not close, three but. running backs that they have are like NFL guys. Yeah, and they had good. I don't know any of their names. I don't either. I know one of them's last name is Smith, and he's very fast. <sighs> well, that's just he's the kickoff guy. Turn to kick. Yeah, I saw that. It, they, so they had a return kickoff and a return punt, right? Mm-hmm. So two deep, two special team scores. Yeah, but they it's still they won they won by seventeen points. Right. I mean, Defensively, they shut down Iowa State. Yeah. At Iowa State, which I mean, well, so no fans, right. but let's talk about Big Twelve, no man. Fans, Big Big Twelve had a fucking horrible day. Yeah, horrible. So Kansas State lost to Arkansas State, which Arkansas is State, yeah, actually kind of forgivable. They Arkansas didn't have, State is pretty good right now. Arkansas State's, I mean, did you see that receiver? No, uh, I didn't Sam, watch a lot of the game. Sam something. I don't know. He was a beast. I mean. Looked like an NFL player, but I, I I love that Kansas State coach, and I was thinking Kansas yeah. State would probably Climbing. take try to take like the next level so step this year. Kansas State was missing like four of their offensive linemen. Like okay, they couldn't they couldn't block Arkansas State to save their lives, and they had to use all these like uh, screens and stuff that you know that's just not their offense really. They like to run the ball. They like to power. run it. Yeah, yeah, and they couldn't they couldn't create any holes whatsoever. Okay, well, that makes sense. I didn't watch a lot of that game. I just saw it. But, um, all right, so Coastal Carolina and Kansas. Not that, that Kansas. Was, that was somewhat expected. Yeah, I know. That was my dog of the week on yeah. Home, <laughs> home Dogs. Really? Yeah, I picked I picked Coastal Carolina. Okay. So, I didn't bet it like an idiot. It's not a home dog, though. It wasn't a home dog, but that's my dog of the do, week. Do they were an a, underdog <laughs> of the week. Do you have a home dog of the week? No, I need to come up with that. I know. I was thinking about that, too. You need a home dog. I mean, it's the name of the podcast. Well, it'll probably be Navy this next week. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not going. I'm not picking Navy ever again. Um, <laughs> no, but so Coastal Carolina <coughs> completely controlled that game. Um, they yeah. had way more energy. Uh, they were they were they were legit ready to play the game. I didn't watch any of that game. To be K- completely honest. Kansas, Kansas looked like their coach, and they just <laughs> they didn't they didn't come out with any kind of fire. Um, Did Puka play? Puka played. He Jesus. had like 14 carries, like 60-something yards. Um, like they, they they have electric-looking guys. Why don't they give him the ball like 30 times a game? He's by far their best player. They have a couple of guys that are not bad. Really? And they're all like Puka size. Um, What's their quarterback like? Are you okay? No. So their quarterback is Thomas McVitie. And if okay. you remember, LSU had uh, – in LSU, Les Miles, Cam Cameron time – they were trying to recruit this kid as like a last minute quarterback addition, like in 2015 okay. or some bull crap. Oh, wow. And this kid still stuck around and I guess eventually transferred to Kansas. And now he's with Les Miles again, his love of his life <laughs> uh, quarterback that went to like Pitt or some bullshit. I just realized Felipe Franks so should have transferred to Kansas. Oh my God. What a miss by Felipe right there. Oh man. <laughs> That would have been a complete dumpster fire. That would speaking have been of dumpster fires, very entertaining to watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Florida. Florida. Caught on what fire. the hell? Um, that was wild. That was. Um, all right. So Kansas looked like complete dog poo. Uh, they come back in the second half, but it's too late. Coastal Carolina is just putting it on them. Um, What's the final two, score of that game? Thirty-eight to twenty-three, I believe. Jeez. Yeah. Kansas so, was like a touchdown favorite, I think. Yeah, there was seven and a half favorite yeah. by the end of the game, by the beginning of the game. Um, yeah, because Carolina's like clear ahead, like better than them. You know, Car- Coastal is not a bad football team, and they beat them last year. Um, they're just kind of seven last yeah, year. Yeah, but they were like they're on the cusps of like going up to Division One. They were one double A uh before that like a couple of years ago and that so they're still building up to that in that sunbelt era uh so sunbelt just had a fantastic day yeah big 12 so texas tech almost loses to houston baptist are you serious i didn't yes. see that 30 to 35 to houston what? baptist oh my god texas is about to Dude, rail them this week i know so all right there's a couple of games you got oklahoma kansas state yeah and you got texas Maybe. texas tech hopefully kansas state has some guys back that's going to be a route, too. I want to see what the spread is on that one. Yeah. Dude, Spencer Rattler did not look right bad. Now. I know they weren't playing anybody. No, but Spencer Rattler looked – He looked he, pretty good. He looked a little like uh, Kyler Murray-ish almost. I, I, to not, me, he just doesn't look, have the athleticism that Kyler Murray has. But. I think he has a, a fantastic arm. He was super comfortable in the pocket. Um, and, again, I know you're not playing anybody, but you got weapons for Oklahoma. 
Um, that Mordecai kid looked terrible. I don't know if you saw him. He had some bonehead throws. That's the uh, backup for yeah Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. They were supposed to be like in a battle all summer too. No, that just shows you like all every time they say that we have a QB battle, like there's take, no way Spencer take, Rattler is take the it kid. with a grain of salt. Yeah, because like Coach O was saying that Miles Brennan and Joe Burrow were in a QB battle. That's just obviously not true. No, that wasn't true at all. <laughs> um, yeah, so Texas, I guess, looked good with Ellinger. Yeah, Texas looked very good. So yeah, I'd like to see what the spread is on Texas Texas Tech. While we're looking that up, I'll remind everybody we're going to have an episode coming up closer to the end of the week where we're going to have Ben Mintz um, on the line from 104.5 and Jimmy Ott's game time, Ben Mintz. Uh, so we're going to have Ben, so Kansas, ben Mintz on. Kansas State, of Oklahoma, Texas, Texas Tech is next week, not this week. Oh, so what's ne- what's this next week? Let's see. You got Syracuse at Pittsburgh. Pitt looked uh, pretty good. Appalachian State What's, at Marshall. That's a playoff play-in game, probably. Well, Marshall is a, a pretty good. Uh, so is App State. No, they're not. App State. App State barely covered the spread against uh, Charlotte this past. They week. won by like twenty. No, they didn't. They won by fifteen. Charlotte covered. Um, all right, who is who is the one before that? He, uh, 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 Syracuse, Syracuse Pitt. Pitt. What's that line? Wow, Pittsburgh is favored by twenty-two. 22, yep. Jeez, I'd take Syracuse on that line. I'm not taking Syracuse ever again in my life. I took them last Pittsburgh's week. Pittsburgh's not that good. Well, North know, Carolina what, is not that Pitt, good. North Carolina is pretty good. Sam Howell's legit. What did what did Pittsburgh do? Okay, know. here we go, guys. I got a um, I got a pick from the bear. So we're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna post this tomorrow. So or tonight, but so it'll be too late. But uh, Adam Barry just texted me. All right, he's got a pick. Putting the putting three units on the steel curtain tonight, thinking Ben comes out hot. So he's got <laughs> he's got who who are they playing? Steelers. Giants. Steelers are Gi- playing the Giants. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, I'm gonna take that. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the line? I don't know, but he also said sell me on the Broncos because I like the Broncos. I like the Broncos too. Who are they playing? They're playing the Titans, oh, I though. Put those in. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I don't like them against the uh, Titans. Tennessee's minus three. Pittsburgh's minus six. Three minus six. I'm gonna take Pittsburgh. Yeah, I like Pittsburgh there. Uh, I like Tennessee minus three actually. It, where is that at? Is that Denver? It's at Denver. Uh, Cortland Sutton's out, isn't he? No, Cortland Sutton's playing. Uh, he. They said he was out. Oh, I thought he was going to be out. Uh, they said he was in on Friday. I don't know. Maybe something changed since then. Let me see. That was three days ago. I can, yeah, I kind of like the time. Actually, know. I'm going to take I'm going to take the Broncos. Um, B. Stu, he, one of his picks was the Broncos on his pick three for the home dogs. Home dog of the week right there, huh? That's a home dog of the week. Here we go. Uh, there's nothing like betting on a home dog. <laughs> All right, let's. right. I'm locking them in. Locking them in. Continue. Confirm. Okay, so big things coming for the podcast, I think, in a couple of weeks. So we, we got a potential uh, interview with uh, Cecil Kyle and Cecil the Diesel, one of my favorite, like, legendary stories of LSU since when I was in school, uh, Cecil Collins. We got Ben Mintz coming in this week, uh, talk talk a little gambling, and we'll tie in the home dogs. Big time. Uh, we have uh, the home dogs podcast, uh, so you guys follow that on Twitter as well, um, but... Let's see. I also have we have calls out for since we're on the subject for Jacob Hester. We got Kevin Mawai possibly in the future. Oh, yeah, That's man. Huge. We got a lot of stuff going on. That's huge. That's summer big. Summer just asked me. She was like, tell, tell me your podcast schedule this week. God damn it. <laughs> and I was like, Monday. You're running, you're running three. I said Monday, days. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe some over the weekend it's fun um all right so nfl what else saw what else did you see on nfl yeah let me go through the games chiefs uh clyde looks awesome man that was fantastic that was good yeah uh did you see clyde had the most yard the most rushing yards uh of any nfl back of or any nfl player right and he had the he had more yards after contact than anyone had yards. Yes. 
So he like, had like 106 yards after I contact. Is still better than anybody although else. Although this was a bizarre week for uh, running backs. Clyde's the only one that went over 100 yards. Yeah, I I've never seen that before. Oh, I just got a uh, text from B. Stew. He said the line hasn't moved that much on. So I'm gonna take the home dog. <laughs> Ain't nothing better. Ain't than picking a home dog. Better than picking a home dog. How'd your fantasy team do this weekend? Um, I haven't f- looked at the final. I think I'm uh, close. I need. I have Saquon in one. So okay. Um, I think I need him to do well, and then. I, I don't know. I haven't yeah. really checked it today. I spanked in my league. Did you? Is that oh, yeah. good? Spanking is good? Yeah, I spanked I spanked a, uh, another man. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have uh, Josh Allen went off. Uh, Devontae Adams had like 36 points. Okay. McCaffrey had like a silent 27 points, which was great. Oh, so, so yeah. ooh, B. Stu, he's taking the Giants and not the Steelers. So he says he's also going to take another home dog. So he's taking two home dogs. Double dogging it. Double dog. That's a double dog dare. (laughs) All right. So other games, I saw. um, I saw a little bit of the Panthers uh, with Joe Brady. Yeah, that was weird. That was a weird game. Their defense is terrible. They need Keekly badly. Yeah, they did. Um, Uh, Eagles lost to the Washington football team. Bro. All right. So the Eagles. The Eagles had. um, They. They were out. Miles Sanders. They were out. Lane Johnson. Yeah. And then they were out. I think another offensive lineman. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they. Had, I thought they only were missing one. But maybe. maybe right. But Washington's defensive line is like legit. Oh my! I was talking right. about this with my roommate this morning. I, I can't wait to tell this to uh, Ben Mintz because I was uh, in the car uh, driving to New Orleans. We were meeting some people in New Orleans to go have like brunch or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, I'm listening to. Um, uh, Jimmy Ott and Ben Mintz's show at uh, in Natchez at Magnolia Bluffs that they do on 104.5. Okay. And I hear them talking about, and I guess it just came out, like, so Miles Sanders was out, and then Ben Mintz told, said on air, he said, and Lane Johnson is out. And he started going off the, the, the defensive line for Washington. Mm-hmm. He's like, you got Chase Young, Jonathan Allen. Um, Deron Payne. Deron Payne. Ryan Kerrigan. Kerrigan and I was like <laughs> holy shit and I started looking at my phone and I was driving and I was like I need to put this bed in I need yeah, to there put was the bed a, in there was a part of me that wanted to pick up uh the football team defense the football team defense <laughs> just so you could say I got I got the football team's defense yeah, what defense are you playing this week the, the football, football teams, teams. <laughs> <laughs> so I play Madden and uh whenever you play uh like I was going through a season and it said like I played Titans this week and then like Who's next on the schedule? And it says football, the football team. Oh God! <laughs> you saw uh, they the GM uh, or the owner uh, said uh, that might that might stick permanently. I think it's pretty cool, actually. It's kind of cool as a one-year thing. To me, it's it's like it's like you remember that year they were the football team. I like it because it's kind of like the like a club team, like soccer they do it where it's like you have yeah, like the football club yeah fc i right? like that i think it's, it's very professional it's and like very, that yeah or like um like they call the new york giants because they used to be a baseball new york giants and they call them the new york football giants like i oh, like that cool. i like the way they do that and like uh-huh. new washington football team it's kind of like i'd though, like to see them change the team name to club it's kind of like, though, football like club. how they call the, the the women's basketball team for lsu like the lady tigers Eh, it's kind of like that. Eh, it's not like that at all. Is it not like that at all? No, they're men. They're not ladies. Um, moving on. <laughs> all right. Not, so other meant that. other uh, NFL games. Did you watch anything else? Uh, hold on. All right. So we watched. The, did you watch the Chargers and Cowboys? Chargers and I mean Ryan, Ryan's and Cowboys. Rams and Cowboys. Rams and Cowboys. <laughs> Ryan's. Yes. Did Ryan's? You say the Ryan's. Did I say the Ryan's? You said the Ryan's. Rams and Cowboys. Uh. Yeah, I, I watched that full game, actually. Uh, Did you see that freaking stadium? Oh, man, that's the nicest stadium in the world. <laughs> Did you watch Hard Knocks at all? I didn't. Oh, my gosh. I just couldn't get into it if it, if they didn't have preseason games. Oh, it was so good. Um, and they like they went back to the Rams. Like It was Rams and Chargers. It was, yeah, the Chargers, too. But, like, I already because saw Because they the were Rams both in the same arena. So yeah, I'm just not interested. In, but they in show the both teams. of them going in into the arena, like, for the first time, like, uh-huh. watching everything. But what's really cool about Hard Knocks this year to me is 
the um, like what they had to do for COVID testing. Um, they show them at the beginning, like actually getting tested and stuff and everything that they have to do and go through like pretty much almost every day. Uh, to me, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. But the, also the fact that the coach was basically like, look, here's the deal. Um, you may believe in this, you may not believe in this, but here's the deal. If you actually get tested positive on this, you're missing time. And if you're yeah. trying to fight for the roster spot in this team and you're going to get if you go out or whatever, like the odds, you know, aren't, aren't in your favor here. So I just liked seeing all that kind of stuff. I thought it was yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's definitely interesting. Um, who else played well this weekend? Russell Wilson was Russell Wilson. Was I, had, I had the Seahawks. There were a lot of people on the, on the Falcons. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, Russell Wilson. I mean, he was in full Russell Wilson mode. Although, I mean, Matt Ryan, I hate Matt Ryan with all my heart, but get four fifty. Four fifty. Yeah. I mean, he threw the ball 54 times. Uh, did you watch any of that game? Was it on our pieces? It was a blowout the whole time, so it wasn't. Really well, how much. was Cur- how did Gurley look for the Falcons? I don't know. Uh, I know his stats weren't like eye popping or anything. I think uh, he had like he had, 50 had, yards or something like that. Yeah, 50 yards on like 15 carries or something. I was very interested uh, to see how he was going to look in a new offense like that, and yeah. see if maybe that would, especially going to Atlanta, like if it would get him motivated and kind of like jazzed yeah. up at all uh, it's i mean it's so much talent it's week one you're playing against a really good defense the seahawks uh right jamal adams man you're, you're down the whole game so it's not like you're running the ball very jamal much. adams makes a difference on a team like that seahawks are my pick to win the nfc outside of the saints okay i i'm i'd pick the saints to win it with my bias but so they um they actually said it on the air yesterday that they, like troy aikman was like this could be your your NFC Championship game right here with the Bucks and the Saints. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't either. I don't see the Bucks being there. I don't either. Yeah. Um, and honestly, after watching the Panthers, I don't see the Panthers. I think the I, Panthers I think are going to struggle. I think the make the playoffs. I do too. Maybe as a wild card. Um, yeah, yeah, as a wild card because I think the Saints are going to easily win the division. Yeah, and the I don't the Falcons uh, defensively may have some problems, huh? I don't think the Falcons are going to be. Like great, I think though. I think Falcons I, I see the Bucks being better than the Falcons. Let's just say it that way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So you could have the Saints being like twelve and four. Bucks um, and the Falcons are actually now to think about it, they're very similar teams. Like the way they're built. I think the Bucks defense is a lot better than what they. Did showed. you see uh, Russell Gage? For the Falcons? Yeah. No, I didn't. He had nine catches for 114 yards. Wow. Yeah. Big time. Now, were they down a good bit the, to where they were their, throwing the ball? only the third most productive receiver. Yeah, they were down huge. Like the So, whole that's game. why their numbers were a little bit better. Yeah, and then, like, Julio had, like, 15 catches for 160 yards. Yeah. Uh, I think Calvin Ridley had close to 150 yards. They all had nine catches, all three of those guys. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Who who else am I missing uh, here? Phillip Rivers is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dude. All right. Browns so are terrible. The Jaguars do like a complete fire sale of their team and still beat the Colts. Yeah. Is it like it's like a money ball situation, you yeah. think? I, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe it is. I mean, Minshew's a stud. Is he? Yes. I don't know. I've been on the Minshew train for a while. Are you really? For a, for a good All right. While. You have a beard right now. Are you going to um? Are you gonna maybe shave good, it and do mustache? like... mustache? Or no, Fu Manchu. I look, I look like a child molester when I when I okay. shave a mustache. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, the Jaguars beat the Colts. Uh, like everybody's been all over the Colts. Yeah, thinking that the Colts are going to be really good. I was. I mean, I mean, the Colts defense should be one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. I mean, they got on every level. They have like a absolute elite player. I uh, see. I really like Frank Reich, the coach. I like I like his play calling mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I thought I thought uh, Philip Rivers would come in and be. Uh, you know, pretty good. They got decent receivers. They got T.Y. and Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell. I mean, T.Y. is obviously significantly better than those other two. But I thought I thought that would be a pretty good offense. Where you you, had, you did have Marlon Mack go out early, and he looked like he was going to play really. Well, Jonathan really Taylor good. didn't pick it up. The Jonathan Taylor did come in and played almost as well. But Marlon Mack looked like he was going to be really really good this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, because their offensive then, line's you know, great. You don't, you don't have both of the guys. They have hurts. a great offensive line. Yeah, they do. I mean, just Quentin Nelson. Quentin alone. Nelson is the best offensive lineman in the league. Oh my gosh! Right, did you see that block from uh, San Francisco? I forget yeah, the, who's awesome. the guy. Left tackle. 
Yeah, I don't know his name, but yeah, I did. I did see that. He absolutely demolished that guy. Speaking of the 49ers, uh, losing to the Cardinals. Lost to the Cardinals. No, I think the Cardinals are going to be pretty good. I think they're going to be pretty good too. But I thought the 49ers weren't going to drop off. And they that did. was one of our picks. Um, yet uh, the Bear and B Stew picked that on the home dogs was Cardinals plus seven. Both of them picked it, so I went with it too. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, I think that the Cardinals have a lot of weapons. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like I, I like both those running backs, and then I mean, you don't even have to mention those three receivers. Yeah. Right, and, and Kyler, Kyler Murray. Murray is. I mean, well, I think that's what it happens. All that he's is, hyped up to be. Yeah, you end up putting all these guys in space, and they're running around like crazy. And then Kyler Murray can just sneak out of the yeah, backfield. And, and then yeah, you just have like a, a quarterback that runs a four-four. Yeah, on like with a linebacker <laughs> trying to like spy on him. Yeah. Like, come on, it's and not even close. He, there's a, there's almost no point in spying him because yeah. he's just faster than all the. I mean, Linebackers in the league. Joe Burrow, that was one of his his touchdowns oh, where yeah. he ran. Well, his only touchdown. Yeah, but it was the same thing where he just mm-hmm. can leak out and yeah. he's fast enough to get in yeah. the end zone. What do you make, think that he, he Kyle make, Murray can he do? He can make guys miss in the open field. Right. Um, just, all right, so Steelers at Giants coming up here on Monday Night Football. I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, I, man, this is – I'm just telling you. I'm so grateful for to have football season. I don't – all this stuff, I I would love to have fans in the stands. I would love to, to have it be like normal, but at this it, at this we'll point, have, we'll have some fans in the stands in a couple weeks. At this point, I am grateful for what I get. Um, yeah. I'm able to watch this on TV tonight. Uh, can you imagine not being able to watch it on TV tonight? I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, 2020. This is what we get this year, and I'm happy with what what I'm given. You like anybody in the U.S. Open this weekend? Oh. You thought about that at all? I mean, Dustin Johnson is just playing so well. That's the pick. I mean, that's the. I, pick. If you're going to pick somebody, I think that's where you have to go because he's so hot. But who else? Who else? Um, John Rom. I'd say you got to. I like have John Rom. So here, here's the thing with the U.S. Open. No Kepka, so like it's anybody's. It's anybody's game. It, it doesn't matter how far you hit it this week. That's the problem that I see with DJ. Um, you can and that hit is it. how straight you hit it. That's for sure. Well, you need to hit it straight. This rough is just going to be outrageous. But also the greens, the, the greens are going to be yeah. out of control. <laughs> I saw so n- not only do you need to hit it on the green, um, but you need you're going to have you're going to have some perfect shots that hit on the green and they just roll right yeah. off. Uh, it's going to be like a putt putt. Yeah, kind of green. It reminds me a little bit of uh, what's that? What's that course they played a couple years ago? And it was just way too hard. I remember Pinehurst was really bad one year where this uh, the one I'm thinking of was two years ago though. Okay, no, I wouldn't. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, in New York, like the rest of them are. Is it, uh, oh, like a W, I think. Maybe this not. is Wingfoot coming up, oh, yeah, but this uh, is you're probably thinking of uh, Beth Page Black. No. Oh, oh no, that was PGA. Anyway, so I know this course I think is one of those, and I think it's a lot like Pinehurst, Pinehurst where. You can hit it right down the middle of the green, and it can roll off. Shinnecock. Shinnecock, yeah. Um, Those greens were crazy. They need to be that tough. With, I agree. Uh, like, I know these guys probably I, bitch and complain about it, but you have to do something to eliminate these guys being able to hit it 350 and pitch up to the green. Yeah, um, that's true. So if he if they can do that, whoever's better with their pitching wedge is going to win the game. Well, if, if Dustin win Johnson can uh, – hit it 350 yards and be straight the whole tournament, he's going to win because he can putt just as good as anybody else on the tour. Right. Like if he, if he's on with his putter and his short game, yeah. the other dude's on stop. I, I think, it, I, I think all that matters really is him off the tee. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I think his putting's actually maybe the most consistent part of his game right now. Um, let's see who else would I say, you know, who's super solid. I almost to me. don't think Tiger Woods is a contender. I don't think so either. I don't I just, think he's I don't, there. I don't yet. think his game fits the U.S. Open anymore. You know. Yeah, only when it only when he was just on with his iron play. Yeah, like I mean, he's got to be on with his iron play. This and week. when he's on with his iron play, like it's not like the last couple of years on. It's more like you know, ten years ago on, where it was sticking everything. Yeah, like everything just stuck, and he mm-hmm. was like, it. And he's had three feet from of the that hole. in the past couple of years, but it's just not. Like every consistent, single, like it was, yeah, yeah. Like every single round, he was just on with the irons. I'm gonna pull for him. He, he needs to not have the driver in his back this week. 
Because he can't hit that thing straight to save his life. Yeah. Um, I don't like Phil. I don't like Ricky Fowler. No. Um, a guy like Justin Thomas, I could see getting really, really hot. Um, yeah. yeah. He's he's somebody that I always think of. Of you know. I could s- see something like boring, like uh, Webb Simpson or. That's I. That's Daniel what I was about Parker to say. I was about to say Webb Simpson. Um, Dude, Webb Simpson is maybe he can the most pull out golfer so, on the entire. He tour. can pull out high numbers or though. Like Adam Scott. Yeah. Or uh, Daniel Berger. Just like one of these, like meh. Uh, I like uh, Webb. I like Webb Simpson. A lot. Oh, why? With his cheat, his little cheat hybrids. Oh, I like him. Oh, God. he'll pull because he'll pop a high number on you. He, all of a sudden, he'll he'll shoot a sixty-two, and everybody else is shooting like sixty-sixes. You know who I like is uh, Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, I, I like Scheffler. Just because um, his name is Scotty, I like championship. How, how fantastic is it that we're gonna have the U.S. Open this weekend? It's great. So we're right in the middle of football season starting, and we're going to have the U.S. Open. And then in a couple of weeks, we're going to have the Masters. Well, so, so a couple this, months. This say. weekend was going to be tough because, like, this is the last weekend before LSU football. Right. But now it's not tough at all because we have the U.S. Open. Oh, right. Oh. And, I mean, you still have the NFL. Yeah. You're going to have Thursday. What, what's our Thursday night games? Do we know? Uh, I don't know. Let's check out the whole. Let, let's look at the whole schedule here. We have. All right. So first, we're gonna have Bengals Browns. Ooh, little uh, matchup of the Bengals no. and Browns. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be huge. Mayfield, Mayfield versus Burrow. All right. That's also a huge rivalry game. So Thursday, like we don't have any Thursday night um, college football this week. It looks like. Um, okay. There was a Friday night game that was we, postponed. We don't, we don't talk about the NBA much on this show, but uh, tomorrow is going to be uh, Game Seven between uh, Clippers Nuggets. And that's that has been a very fun series to watch. I, like, I thought Clippers. I like the Nuggets, man. I like the Nug. I love Jamal Murray. I, I, just I not like, only that, but I love. I feel like the Clippers are just a significantly if, better team. If I was shocked, got the game. If seven. I was seven feet tall, my game would be just like Jokic's yes. game. Yes. Yes. Uh, just creative. I'm gonna throw <laughs> it up there. We'll see what happens. I I probably wouldn't be like Joe because I'd probably be I'd probably like try to be like a good athlete. I'd and love then, like, to be. I just oh, yeah. end up being like Javale McGee or something like that. <laughs> um, I I just love his game, man. I do too. Like he's so so bad on defense though, and yeah. it drives me nuts. It's like it's some. It's just usually I watch him on D and it's just like effort. <sighs> And he's just like, he won't go up to contest a guy at the rim. And it's like, dude, you are seven feet tall. Yeah. Like, just put a hand up or something. There's not a lot of good defensive players in the NFL. Yeah, but he's seven I mean, feet tall. Oh, we got a muff punt. Who is that? Steelers muffed it. Um, I have Emmett Ingram tonight, so I could use a... I do, too. I could use a little uh, goal line. And I have uh, and I have Saquon. Okay, here we go. No Golden Tate tonight, All by right. the way. I, I'm not playing them. Um, all right, so we got. I, I need. Know uh, you had him. Yeah, I have him in one league. I have uh, either Saquon or I need a Daniel, uh, an Evan Ingram touchdown pass. Okay, let's go Evan Ingram then. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's bring our. our all right, our so hopes first and goal together. from the three. We're gonna give you a little play where's by Ev- play. Where's Evan Ingram? We got trips on the right. I don't see Evan Ingram. Oh, there he is. He's right off off the tackle. Throw it to him. Up okay, Saquon up the middle, break a tackle. We get down to the one. Looks one like and the a running half. game's not there. Maybe just throw it to Evan Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This uh, is how I watch foot, uh, NFL now. Yep, this is it. And man, maybe maybe you need to. Uh, oh my god! Change the tactics a little bit. <laughs> there was a squirrel right up right the there, window. like taunting her. Yeah. All right, let's see what we get out mm-hmm. here. We got Saquon in the game. We uh, offset. Do, do your shotgun. Jim, do your Jim Hawthorne. Shotgun. We got uh, two men up for, up the top. We got a. Uh, Is this your Jim? Play Hawthorne? action. That looks like a fumble to me. Was that a fumble? No. Can't fumble forward anyway. No, I think he. Uh, man, T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt cool. was in the backfield. <sighs> T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt always just reminds me of that damn Fournette game. Was that? A- that's that a was a fumble, That's my a fumble. friend. That's a fumble. I guess they'll – are they going to replay that? I don't know if you can. Because the Giants gonna. also recovered, so they would probably just say, like – Go back to the spot anyway, so yeah. nothing would change. Yeah, so there's, like, no point. Uh, 
Would you freaking give it to Oh, him? there he is. Oh, oh incomplete. You had him wide open in the end zone. Evan Ingram was right there. Evan Ingram, who is a great comparison for Eric Gilbert. Oh. Little play action. You rolled out to the right. Evan Ingram, what a great play call. And Daniel Jones. Oh, that's a terrible throw. Oh, he ran. Eric, Eric Gilbert catches that. For Daniel sure. Jones did a Randy Bullock right there and yeah. just completely whiffed on it. Now we got a field goal attempt from Graham Gano. Game over. All right, guys. I guess we're going to cut it short this we're week. Cut this one short. We're cutting it short. Cutting this one way short. Um, after that terrible pass, I'm done. Uh, but you know who's not done? Courtesy Automotive Group and Lafayette. Brandon's still selling cars. He uh, he posted something. Uh, he. His pen, he had a brand new pen, an ink pen, ran out of ink. Same week. Jeez. That's how many fucking deals this guy closes. That's great. That's the power of the hit list. (laughs) Hit list. Man, check out his hit list, guys. I'm going to post a few things on Facebook. Reach out to Brandon, too. Louisiana's number one uh, GMC Buick dealer, uh, courtesy Buick GMC in Lafayette, uh, 4750 Johnston Street. Got some crazy deals going on, and he'll deliver cars to you. I can't keep saying it enough. You're in Baton Rouge. You're in New Orleans. You're in Shreveport. I know we got some guys up in North Louisiana. He will do business with you virtually and then get a car delivered to you. Um, It's just amazing the the way they can operate right now out of Lafayette. So they're doing a lot of stuff to help out Lake Charles as well, guys. So please support Courtesy Automotive Group. They're big supporters of our podcast. Also, Bear process safety. Adam Barry. Texting him right now because he's probably he's probably sweating this one right now. I think he has the Steelers. So, um, oh, yeah. well, three nothing. He got he just made out like a bandit on this one. I Did mean he? that was yeah. I mean the he, they muff a punt. That should have been a touchdown oh, right the, there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Made, okay, yeah. So I'm gonna talk to uh, Adam Barry. We're gonna have uh, the Bear Adam Barry on the Home Dogs podcast uh, this week later on. We'll do our picks again. Um, Bear Process Safety, great consulting company. Check them out to bearps.com. I'll post all of his information. And um, also check us out, guys. One Team, One Pod, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, big on Twitter right now. And we also have our website, one team, one podcast.com. Um, You can check us out there and see all of our old episodes, but also go to our shop page. We have a lot of t-shirts on there. I need to get cracking on some new t-shirt ideas, I think. Yeah, maybe some that don't get... uh, Yeah, LSU. LSU is all after me. (laughs) I'm being noticed, guys. People notice me. Yeah, that's how big we are. We're pretty big. Yeah, Yeah. we're a pretty big deal. Uh, I was asked a while back, why haven't I gotten in trouble yet? And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, I got in trouble. It's a coincidence. I've been wondering the whole time how we haven't been getting in trouble. I don't know. It's just fun. Every single thing we've done, like with pictures and shirts and everything, I've been like, (laughs) it feels like a violation. It's just fun. I'm just having fun. (laughs) I even told the guy, I was like, hey, man, I'm just having some fun. And he's like, I get it. (laughs) The LSU guy's like, I get it, man. It's cool. It's It's cool. Just take it down. I think the next day they were dealing with Will, Will Wade compliance issues. So I was like, yeah, yeah y'all got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> um, yeah, so check us out on our website, our shop page, and all of our social medias. And also check out the Home Dogs podcast. It's presented by One Team One Podcast. It's our betting podcast. I try to keep those episodes a little short, but this week we'll have a few other episodes coming. Uh, we'll have Ben Mintz coming on One Team One podcast later this week. On uh, should be th- coming out Thursday for you guys, and we'll have some uh, some updated uh, college and pro picks. I know he's he's way better at pro than he is at college picks. Yeah. Uh, so we'll I think we may stick on some of those. That was fun listening to him on Sunday morning. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. He's got good information. Him I just need to be in Jimmy front of my and, and Row. That's that's you know when it's not fun though when you don't have your fucking phone ready to like put the bet in. <laughs> Or if you bet the other side, uh-huh. and then he says <laughs> something, and he's like, "Oh, I just got a, I just got a deal where, you know, Lane Johnson's gonna be out, and you can't change it." Oh, it's the worst. Don't even tell me that, Mincy. Come on, Mincy, I need you. <laughs> Maybe I just need to text Mincy and say, "Hey, put the bet in for me." It's like, uh, have, do you watch the league? Yes. You know, uh, in season one, when he like he calls um, Terry Bradshaw, and he's like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah. man." I really need to know is uh is Chris Ivory or whoever he says is Chris Ivory playing, and he uh and he t- he goes how the hell did you get this number and he goes uh, d- don't worry about it and he goes 
and then Terry Bradshaw lies to him and says that he is playing and then he's not playing. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that to me, Mincy. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, we have a lot coming at you this week. So uh, make sure you give us a follow, subscribe, 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 and share, share, share all of our stuff. If you can, uh, we will talk to you guys soon. It's one team, one podcast logging out. We showed you what the goat was last year when we beat y'all 50 to seven. Let's go. Relax, big boy. Team one podcast. One team one podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Mm -hmm. Really good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One team one podcast. One team one podcast. One team one podcast. One team one podcast.